Style Summer Swing Out podcast. I'm very excited because today we have our first international guest. Um, this is Mako. Hi, Mako. Hi, Andrea, and hi, everyone. Well, thank you so much. What time is it over there right now? It's 8 a.m. 8 a.m. You got up at 8 a.m. to talk to us on a Saturday? My goodness. Well, I appreciate you being here. Yes. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, I met Mako a couple of months ago when she was visiting California. So why don't you just give us a quick intro about you, Mako, and how we met. Hello, everyone. I'm Mako from South Korea. I am located in Seoul. I was born and raised in Seoul and started Lindy Hop dancing about a year and a four months ago. Mm -hmm. And I went to Los Angeles for my company's business trip. And then I added some of my holidays just to see around the swing scene out there. And mm -hmm. the first social I went was Lindy Groove. Yeah. There, Andrew was like, you are Mako. <laughs> because we knew each other um, from Instagram, yeah. Um, Instagram already. Yeah, and that's how our like personal um, um, talk started, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I remember because you had we had messaged each other. I was like, hey, did I see that you're coming to LA, right? That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah because... I posted a story that I'm coming to LA and... Angie, I, I didn't know him before, mm -hmm. um, replied to me. And I was excited that I already had a friend. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And, and he introduced me to all the dancers um, who were there that day, which mm -hmm. made my day like um, completely um, blew out after because we went to Taco Truck together. Yeah. After dance um with all the friends so I loved it uh well we were we were so happy to have you and for those listening we're talking about the Lindy Groovers so it's like uh, Marco Zach Meg Brandon all those they were they're so sweet and they're they're amazing people um but funny enough I we're gonna talk about this later but I also met uh Min um when he was here visiting you remember Min Min's song? Who you, ah, who yes, I yes, with. yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that a little later. But I want to go back to that point that you had mentioned. You said that you've only been dancing for a year and four months? Yes. Wait, so when I met you, how long had you been dancing? Um, It was my one-year anniversary, I think. Yeah. You were only been dancing for one year and you're that good already? Oh my gosh, that's incredible. <laughs> that that's crazy. Okay, well, how did you how did you find swing dancing? Because I'll, I'll ask you a bit more about the Korea swing dancing, but how did you find Lindy Hop? So I've been dancing different kind of dance, Afro dance, for uh -huh. about two years, and then I went to a different city in Korea. Um, to travel mm -hmm. <laughs> there the owner of this guest house um, who is now one of my best friend 
friends, they they told me they're swing dancers. Like how they started their guest house um, co-business is that they met through swing dancing. Uh, oh, <laughs> and, okay. And it was their like third time meeting when they decided to do this business together. And I thought that was crazy. But mm. um, at that time, I didn't listen to the swing dancing enough because I was telling them Afro dance is so fun. You, you guys should start Afro dancing. <laughs> they were like showing me all the videos of swing dancers. Um, and one video um, from Pamela caught my eye, but I didn't mm. learn or started um, swing dancing right after. Mm. And like, I, I was like... Um, um, I didn't know if I would love it mm. because I, I, I think I was already content with um, doing the Afro dancing. Yeah. But then, um, and in Korea, for you to learn the Lindy Up dance, you need to register through like a kind of like, like a club or a school mm -hmm. that has a minimum of seven week courses. Like um, you have to commit at least uh -huh. seven weeks just to um, graduate first grade. Yeah. And I thought that was a long commitment that for a dance that I don't know if I would love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I didn't start for like all long. Mm -hmm. And then after like one year, um, um, I found out this like uh, one day class type of thing um, mm -hmm. from my current teachers mm -hmm. and that was like a intermediate course where you learn swing out things like mm -hmm. that yeah <laughs> and that's how I um actually started so I didn't start off from the basic pattern but more yeah. from um, the um I was thrown into more thrown into the water advanced level and yeah. I somehow figured out the steps and my <laughs> teacher thought that I was talented and they mm -hmm got me into their team wow wait so you 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 didn't do the seven week commitment you just no. did that one day and then after that did you sign up for the seven week commitment um no so it was kind of like a two weeks program and gotcha. then I didn't want to do the seven seven week um academic type um yeah. program so I still didn't know how I I could start Mm -hmm. I was keep registering for like one day classes and then mm -hmm. my teachers um it was exactly one year ago in March they created a new performance um and training Lindy Hop team mm -hmm. so they were like gathering people to start um this new team and yeah. they offered um me part of it mm -hmm. um so I didn't go to the school at all <laughs> so I started straight into the Lindy Hop team which is kind of different from the schools wow so you fast-tracked it because you're that talented I <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't saying it but I, I I think I was very lucky to meet my teachers mm. um who gave me the right um lessons and right type of the I would say challenges that I felt it was interesting enough to yeah. keep dancing. Um yeah I, I feel very lucky. Oh that's incredible. Wait, who are your teachers? Um they're 
Laura and Youngbo. Uh -huh. Um, and they are um, they competed international um dance competitions. They're they're amazing, and they're one mm. of the top um orchestra dancers in Korea who's keep winning. Uh -huh. but also quite um, different from traditional other teachers. That's why mm. they created, I think, their style of their new team. And gotcha. Like gotcha. Now, you mentioned like competitions in Korea because when you and I had talked, you said there are monthly competitions, right? Can you, for for those who are listening who may not like know a lot about Korea scene, can you walk us through what that looks like? Um, so it's not exactly monthly, I would say, but it's also monthly because we have every month <laughs> different swing festivals or um, festivals. <laughs> uh -huh. So it's crazy how the organizers in Korea um, either based out of the all the clubs or outside of the clubs, mm -hmm. they create usually they invite um, international dancers mm -hmm. to make it like a big event and then put up a social competition classes. Um, and it happens with new concepts almost every month or bi-monthly basis. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, it's, it's crazy how... Yesterday, I was also talking to my friend about how every month we have a new competition and event and it's yeah. really um quite expensive to attend every one of them so we have to choose mm. like which one or which teachers um i would love to see mm -hmm. yeah 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 man every time i talk to you about dancing in south korea i always think i really want to visit um i really really would love to come and dance out there sometime so um, you should definitely should yeah I, I definitely will um a question that I wanted to ask you was so you you started about a year and a little bit ago right so when did you realize that you fell in love with this dance when did you realize oh this is everything ah that's a really good question because <laughs> I'm a kind of person who does everything interested in everything quickly mm. fell in love and quit <laughs> that, <laughs> so I have been for one year keep judging or like um being skeptical about if I will keep dancing mm -hmm. like seriously like this mm -hmm. um even when I was coming into this new team I thought I will do it for one month and quit yeah but then I'm pulling it over one year it's crazy this for me to do something for a year for like twice or three times a week it's it's crazy <laughs> but I think it was a moment um I think I have to say the rocking and swinging festival mm. um, that we had last July in the summer mm. we had Niels and Bianca um Zer Jeremy and Milani Mm. so those dancers came over and did we did all the I think it was two weeks of a festival mm. um, and we had competition as well and here in Korea we have a division called rookie 
So whoever danced less than two years can compete in that division. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough to get second place there. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't expect at all because it was my um well it was my second competition ever but um I didn't think I would win so mm. I made it to final and it was already um crazy event yeah yeah and then after the sh- the competition Bianca came to me and told me that um don't change like don't change your style Aww. don't change um and she was like um she's going visiting like all of her other places um and she meets so many dancers so it's hard to remember like every one of them but she says like if you don't change how you dance i might remember you and things like that um mm-hmm. and it was the timing that i was um kind of doubting that I didn't register through school and I didn't mm-hmm. get proper education to get uh, to a basic or qualified level. Mm-hmm. But um, after that competition, like winning and getting the compliments, I think I thought maybe I have um, more reason to do it mm. um, the way I want it, um, yeah. and the way I feel maybe unique and um, comfortable mm-hmm. and fitting myself into the perfect angle or swivels or whatever yeah 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 I, I have to say that like when we danced uh, that dance at Atomic the one that we put on video mm. that one sticks out in my mind because it was so comfortable and I knew exactly where you were the entire time and you you're just you can feel the music so beautifully and your movement is just so unique and present. It's something that I always appreciate when we dance, you know? Thank you so much for <laughs> saying that. Because I didn't get the proper education, I think I listen to music more. I mean, music is more of my base than mm. the other like techniques or things like that. So yeah, I love, I love, I love that you say that. But going to LA changed my dance style completely. Oh, <laughs> it's no. a really fun, fun journey. Yeah. Oh, well, t- tell me about that. How how about your time in LA? What did well, how did LA affect your dance journey? I think going to LA is also one of the biggest timing that I decided I can commit to this community mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I love traveling um and it was my I think sixth or seventh time visiting LA yeah so I knew like all the cities fun stuff Hollywood sign whatever whatever um so I wasn't very excited to go out to LA when I was going uh, for the business and then with the swing dancing I went into this swing calendar um that put all the LA events yeah, and I found out LA also has almost daily live concert type events, mm-hmm. which is crazy because in Korea we have maybe only in those festivals we have lives. Yeah, but usually the socials are DJ based. Yeah, and at that time when I visited, everyday live music, everyday um different venues, social dancing, 
and also meeting you and your friends. And that led to another big um, new adventures, like going to um, someone's university, <laughs> visiting yeah. someone's dog walk at the beach. It, it was mm -hmm. it wasn't just dancing, but it was a whole new type of engaging with new friend. Mm -hmm. So I thought this is a way maybe I want to travel and engage more. And mm -hmm. I have this new language um, of dancing that I can communicate with my new friend um, who I will never meet if I didn't dance. Yeah. So I, I thought it was um it was a really special moment that I, I even wanted to write a book about it, about my visit wow. to LA. But I didn't. I wrote the table of contents, but I didn't. <laughs> um, so I will definitely this interview reminds me to write that um, yeah. I would I would 100% buy and read that book just so you know <laughs> I could write in English okay <laughs> you can write in both languages so <laughs> because in LA I know that LA we have a lot of different scenes right so um, if you happen to be listening from another country LA has um the scene in Hollywood which is Steven Sayer and uh Karini and um everyone there and then there's also Lindy Groove which is where Mako and I met um and I remember that so fondly because I remember telling you hey there's a there is an out-of-towners uh jam and I was like can I put your name down and you were like oh Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 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 so glad we did too because then uh, I was able to tell all of my friends, "Hey, go dance with Marco. She's awesome." And I like threw all my friends at you. You must have been slightly overwhelmed, but I was all that to say. Did you have fun at Lindigu? Ah, uh, that was the best part. The gym. I. It was, I haven't went into any jams in Korea. Oh, really? So it was my like entire life, first time jam. Wow. So, because I'm not part of any community or school, usually they sign up for those stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. not part of it. So I just go to social dance and I, I'm like ghost-like. <laughs> I dance and come back home. But mm -hmm. the jam, I look at it and I, I kind of want to do it, but I don't have... um. I'm not that eager to like go sign up for myself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when I was in LA, um, you signed up for me. And also, I think the gem was kind of different. Yeah. And I was part of it. So it was best experience ever to find out because I found two things different from mm. that welcome gem. One is everyone said welcome when they started grabbing me like when they started holding so mm -hmm. i think in korea when they're doing gems or i don't know i don't know i'm not part of the club but they don't talk but they just mm. dance like oh. they start dancing like so hearing everyone say welcome is something that i don't know felt very welcoming mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the second thing was that I think I told you that mm. they, um, no one waited for eight counts. <laughs> yeah. They come right into it. Like after two, 
steps yeah. there's a new person and there was even a um time when two dancers came together and they were kind of like <laughs> grabbing me um like a um chair stealing game yeah and i was so um how do i say it was very dizzy experience yeah but also mm. very fun because i didn't expect that change so sudden and mm -hmm. i found out now i know there's kind of a thing called steel jam yeah yeah, yeah. la people are very used to it mm -hmm. um, and i think it was my first time seeing it mm. so yeah to again thank you for registering me for <laughs> all in lindy group and also at in atomic Mm -hmm. And I think there I felt the same thing. It was yeah. crazy. So we we had talked a little bit about like these magical moments, right? It mm -hmm. sounds like that jam was a magical moment for you when you started dancing, when you came out to LA, right? Yes, yes, definitely. And also looking at all those steel jams and other jams where I mm -hmm. saw a lot of gender or um how to say gender breaking mm -hmm. uh, type of playing moments yeah 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 there are also some in korean but i didn't see that many of of women leading and men following and mm -hmm. people stealing and switching the roles mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i am personally interested in um gender um and equality and yes. all the topic diversity topics yes and i thought as big and diverse la is the dancing was also um very open and accessible mm -hmm. for everyone to every role i thought yeah. that was and i could apply that kind of um, my theory into dancing so i i really liked the jam culture in LA well that that is so refreshing that's so refreshing to hear because us here in LA we never really think about how we do steals all the time and it is true that when we do the steel jam no one waits eight eights or even four eights in order to jump in <laughs> and that was when you told me that that was a thing in Korea I was like oh that's actually a great idea sometimes I wish we would do that that'd be people can expect when the next person comes in but doing it the way we do it, it's like fun and spontaneous, right? No one really like knows that's happening, you know? It was really fun. I, I, I liked it because no one was um, serious or surprised to get stilled. Like they were not um, um, sad at all to yeah. miss the But they all just went in again to steal. Mm -hmm. And it was just another fun way to do the best socials, I think. Yeah, Lindy Groove. So um, Lance and Vicky, the people that organize Lindy Groove, they're very big on community and making sure that everyone there has a really fun time. So I think that when you came, um, everyone was really excited to welcome someone from out of town into the community, right? And I'm just saying, Mako, you can come back anytime you want. You can even move here if you want. Just saying. <laughs> That's a really um, good idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we talked about how you loved that jam that we did at Lindy Groove. And then you also stayed for the end for um, the dance, the 
the end credit extravaganza, the one where everyone's doing that line dance? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember- The one that you were leading. Yes, the one that I was right? leading, yeah. That ah, one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I forget what song I used, but I was watching the video later and like, you know how to solo. Like I was watching <laughs> you and I was like, okay, now that you mentioned that you did Afro, I'm like, okay, it totally makes sense. I get it now, you know? Uh, Best ending social um, <laughs> because very comforting for the first time. Yeah. Something that I know, and I think I really liked um, sometimes in Korea socials when they put non-swing music mm -hmm. it might be like k-pop ah, or uh -huh. k-pop <laughs> but <laughs> this was something new that i would never hear in a korea swing bar mm -hmm. and i love afrogens and i don't know and and the way everyone ended it together was very a new thing for me mm. Because in Korea, I think everyone started packing and going home when the last song ended. But in Lindy Group in LA, you're kind of everyone stand up and you can just follow me um through the whole song. Kind of like the ending stretch together. Yeah. Um cooling down from the crazy jams and dances you had tonight. Yeah. Um so I yeah very very amazing yeah yeah it was I mean this kind of happened on accident honestly because one time Vicky was just playing a cleanup song and then I started doing something and people started following me and then in the end it just started becoming a thing and I I really I look forward to it every week because I feel like it's a great way for us to join together as a community like yes we're doing dancing like a little bit but when we're doing it all together it's a very heartwarming thing for me and for I know Lance and Vicky because it really does bring people together the blues dance room comes and joins us as well which is always super nice that's amazing oh my gosh um, it was it was really interesting that you had other rooms than just the main social um that other dances and um now that you mention it, I liked it because I was about to leave and you mm. told me, Marco, you should stay until the end and we can go to, I don't tacos. know, taco. I, th I don't know if you, I was up for the taco or <laughs> the dance, uh -huh. but I was really glad that I stayed until the end mm. because I could do the, I don't know how you call it, the extra extravaganza yeah <laughs> and you make up the routine every week yeah I don't know what's gonna happen when I when I go there and I pick a song I don't have a pre-planned thing it's all improvisation ah, so talented as a teacher <laughs> because I don't like when people are like do this this like um telling the exact position or teaching it but rather mm -hmm. you could just follow it through music I, I like that kind of experience I think that's why you and I dance so well because um I I grew up in Cameroon and Kenya and so dancing coupe de calais 
that Who was... Who's Sally? I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because when I, I was growing up, I was... That's, like, the dance that was the norm for us. And I think that's why, like, we understood each other when we were dancing because we had that African movement background. That's... Uh-huh. Yeah, that's also why, like, that's also what I bring to, like, Lindy Groove is this sense of, yeah, you can move your body this way or do this position or you can listen to the music and go where the music leads you you know love it love it i was actually very surprised after um learning lindy hop that Mm. um the roots and history of the dance started from african-american and if you think about the afro house music or dances that i learned before it the roots connect some yes. way, mm-hmm. but the way how it's seen in current um times, it's really different. The image, mm-hmm. the way, um, yeah, so different that I didn't imagine the roots will be the same. And sometimes people tell me, "Oh, that's why you're so good because you have some taste of the." afro movement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's really interesting and i think i love seeing you leading that and dance clean up dance with um afro music i I really like it well thank you so much marco that's very that's very kind of you You need to come back again and uh do it with me next time okay next time you come to la you you can lead it um but i was gonna say that the fact that you say that warms my heart because I know that the the dance at the end that is huge. So for those listening and who've never been to Lindy Groove, um, typically at the end of Lindy Groove at around midnight, uh, we do a thing called uh, the post credit extravaganza. Lance came up with that name, and what we do is we play a song, and then uh, typically someone is at the very front and they're leading. And then everyone just follows. No one knows what song it's going to be, what the movements are. It's not choreographed. It's essentially just a nice, easy step to do. And Mako killed it. I was watching the video earlier. You killed it. Goodness. <laughs> I can't wait for you to come back next time. Um, but yeah, for those listening, there was something I wanted to go back to, though. You were talking about magical moments. So... It sounds to me like Lindy Groove being in that jam was a mag- magical moment. Um, getting second place in that competition was a magical moment. Um, I'm curious, what are some other magical moments you had when you started swing dancing? It's really hard to pick, you know? Mm. Um, <laughs> because I feel like we have so many events, so mm. many training sessions, and even every social it's not the best every time, but maybe one or two dance like blows my mind. Mm. And I, I want to be better um, at mm. communicating that way. Um, there was one, I have to say, right before I went to LA, mm-hmm. um, my teachers and our team was featured in a short film movie Ooh. as a my teacher's being main character of that movie as a swing mm-hmm. dancer and us filming some scenes within um the plots mm-hmm. 
as someone who um love movie love arts and didn't know my dance journey will connect to that mm -hmm. um I thought it was one of the magical women being videographed at, uh, from the professionals mm -hmm. and able to dance and having the opportunity to share share it with our team yeah um yeah I, I think those moments come because I stayed in my team mm. but um it was very special because I'm not a perfect dancer even I was a very beginner level at that mm -hmm. time and then was able to train big apples and um showcase um with a beautiful scene um it was uh, also one of the magical moments Aww. because it was something that I, I never expected I would do as a dancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, wow. To put those two things together, like your love for movies and art and then dancing, that's special. That's really special. And I imagine, because one of the things I love about your Instagram is you're always you're always putting out these amazing videos of you doing solo all around the world, it feels like, you know? Because you've been traveling a lot recently, right? Right. Uh, After LA, it was, I visited Snowball in Sweden, Stockholm. Mm -hmm. And then I visited Jumping, Istanbul, Jumping at Istanbul, mm -hmm. which is the first ever Turkey Istanbul's biggest swing event. Mm -hmm. yeah that's the three places so i i would say the magical woman um combining this la stockholm and istanbul it it always gives me the new like engine to start <laughs> a whole new dance life yeah i i'll say now when you traveled so i did see that you competed at um you competed at Snowball, right? And I remember seeing videos and I messaged you. I was like, Marco, good job, good job. How, did, how, did, how does competing fit into like um, your dance philosophy? That's a good question. Because sometimes when I don't do well, I, I'm like, should I really compete? because I'm not dancing for competition I'm not dancing for being judged mm -hmm. and sometimes it gives me frustrations mm -hmm. but I think about it is it's just another a very good opportunity to dance with really good people mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because you're forced to dance with someone with your best effort mm. because sometimes in socials it's you can just chill and mm. have fun but maybe not focus 100 time yeah 100% of the time but in in even prelims they will do the best and I will do my best and I, I think it's it's really another fun dance and then if I'm lucky enough to make it to final. It's it's another opportunity to dance mm. um, in front of live music, in front of people, um, just to be able to show and have the dance is I think very special. So mm -hmm. I I compete to dance more. 
Yeah. And if I do well, it will come that after the competition, people will come to me saying like, oh, I, I saw you, uh, congratulations. And then I will have a better social dance experience after all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that is. Oh, I like yeah, that's one of the benefits of competing, I feel like, is just exposure because people don't know who you are. I'm not saying that like people should compete so that they climb the social ladder, but I love how you said you compete to dance. Because in my opinion, uh, Amy, my partner and I, we also think that competing is great because instead of sitting and watching people, we could be dancing, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, which is something that I've always found to be amazing. Now, I, I imagine when you traveled to Sweden and to Turkey for dancing there, that was a completely different experience from LA because completely new scene, different customs. Like what what were some things that stood out to you traveling like to those different scenes? Um, dancers were really different. And the baseline difference was that for Sweden and Turkey, I visited for this event and festival. Mm -hmm. So it was people from all around the world, mainly from Europe, um, mm -hmm. coming to enjoy for the competition event. But I didn't went to uh, Camp Hollywood or things like that. I, I just came mm -hmm. in uh, at a normal timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like where mm -hmm. there's not a big event, but it was just everyday life. And I think mm -hmm. I liked it that way because mm -hmm. I could see everyday life of the LA swing dancers and get into like free um, courses and um, events in all different venues. Yeah. So I think the vibe was very different um, from festivals that I went. Um, but other than that, the dance style itself is very different. Not mm. to mention from like Sweden or Europe, but also from Korea. So all those America, Korea, Europe, I feel they're very, very different, even yeah. within the same. Um, and I remember my teacher telling me, Right after I visited LA and coming to Seoul and to do my first social after that, she's like, now you dance like an LA dancer. Oh. <laughs> Where's your bounce? Um, and you, you use so much, um, how to say, over rotation of the swing out thingy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the way I swivel. So everything I changed, um, from visiting LA and then go to Europe or Sweden there's this um kind of all these dancers um vintage style doing a lot of bounce mm -hmm. and still very soft but also energetic I, I think it's and then now I dance like that so every <laughs> time I visit new place I kind of absorb um those styles and my dance will change in Turkey, it was also crazy because everyone was very um, focused on expressing music. Yeah. And I'm kind of advanced. And when I do like come some very unique or stupid or silly things mm -hmm. that I think even responded with um, more crazy movements. <laughs> so I like that energy in Turkey and experience was very unique um but um yeah I love it all because everyone's just being themselves 
um yeah and i imagine yeah. when you're traveling like it's because we share this dance you're able to make new friends right so walk me through like that experience for you so before going to la mm -hmm. i was posting a lot of solo jazz and big apple training videos yeah. for that uh, filming that movie because i i wanted to be good at that scene yeah <laughs> and i love being at outdoors and um making the video but i i was not sure if i should really post it because um i wasn't a social kind post social media kind of person before Mm -hmm. But I really, really liked it that you reached out to me <laughs> answering my story about going visiting LA. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I started, um, like, there was this explosion of my dancer network in LA. Um, <laughs> after those PCT, tofu, um, eat out, yeah. <laughs> taco, yeah, um, and everyone driving me back. That, that that's also a big um, difference from other cities. LA is so big that I I would always have to get a ride from a dancer. Mm -hmm. And in the in the car we we share all the journeys of our dance lives and what they're mm -hmm. doing in their life. And I really liked it because mm -hmm. otherwise you would just dance and go home. But mm. yeah, um, so posting through social media. Um, you knew me and then reached out um, and we became friends. So I really liked and I felt like maybe I should keep posting my stuff. Mm -hmm. And going to those dance festivals and also competing made me a whole new friend. Mm -hmm. Because in Snowball, there was this guy named Randy from Germany um we danced together at a prelim and then we we weren't part partnered but we danced also together at the final stage and we had each other's videos and we shared and then th that's how we started like um talking about um our life and connecting through Instagram stuff mm -hmm. like that and then it was crazy because I went to Turkey and he came again. Mm -hmm. And now I already have a friend um, who's dancing in Europe. And he brought like um, chocolate from Germany. And he also Aww. asked some ramen from Korea. Um, and we shared our food and we shared the dance. It was just so much more fun than just visiting as a guest or a visitor. Mm -hmm. So making like friends through either social media or just going randomly to talk in socials um, or competing together. I think it it brought me to sharing this new, whole new, you know, culture exchange of mm -hmm. not just dance, but also the life. Um, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. And also taking classes together like in those mm. events will definitely make new friends because during the classes there will be breaks and people <laughs> chat and I think if I didn't if I just did the party passes then mm -hmm. I may not have the as many friends as I have now yeah 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 and 
I think that's so powerful what you said because dancing is such a swing dancing is such a niche thing like it's not as common but because so few of us in the grand scale so few of us do it when we meet someone I think that it goes deeper than that because it makes that initial connection but we find out that there's more in common than just dancing which really fosters that friendship like you said right with Randy exactly yeah and I mean I've I've only been in Los Angeles for about a year and I already made <gasps> some oh you didn't know no I thought you're like 20 years of living in LA you're the <laughs> uh, I don't know host of all hub of all the community no 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 I I moved to LA about a year ago that's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah now and... that's another uh, courage giving moment that I could yeah. move and be part of the community yeah you mean you're moving to Los Angeles right that's what you mean sometimes if I think about not just traveling but living and working in different city mm-hmm. um I'm not worried about getting getting a job but more mm-hmm. worried about having a friend or everyday life mm-hmm. but meeting those LA scene was something giving me a new hint or courage or a reason for me to go anywhere in the world mm-hmm. and give I don't know one year of living just give it a try because there will be people and there will be social um that I could go to like I don't have to make arrangement with all these people yeah <laughs> but I could just show up and dance so I think it was really like enlightening um lesson yeah and and it's really crazy that you only lived one year in LA and be so core of all these I don't know cultures I mean that's very kind of you I don't think I'm a core but I think that people here are really nice like there are there are some people here that I consider to be like my dearest and closest uh, friends even though we've only been friends for a year but um it that speaks to what you were talking about like the testament of friendship how when you came to LA you met these people but then it became more than just you being a visitor you went on the dog walks you went to the beach and all that you were exposed to so much I think that speaks to like the kindness of swing dancers as a whole you know mm-hmm. like I think that a lot of swing dancers by their very nature because they like to swing dance and it's a dance of joy but they're also joyful themselves and they're kind because of that not everyone but a lot of people you know that's right that's I think having that uh, as you mentioned with one small but big common thing and it leads to a whole new like friendship or experience I think it's it's a really fun and also magical moment mm-hmm. of um, not just traveling but like meeting new people and being in the community because I never felt this comfort comfortable in a new in a community or big um, people gathering thing mm-hmm. um, like I preferred like smaller 
um, sized gatherings, like three or maximum four people. But mm -hmm. with doing dancing, I have like 20 people like talking about dance and it could I could enjoy the party. Like I, I wasn't a party kind of person because I don't mm -hmm. drink. Mm -hmm. But then now it's it's comfortable. You don't have to drink, but you could still dance and you could still talk. And it I didn't feel awkward. Yeah. Standing yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um I don't know, with the dance and the kindness combined together, it gives me uh a reason to stay in the community. Mm. Even in Korea. Um mm, that's, that's I, I love Korea. You should also really come to Korea to know that here's also different scene, but to know you have friend and house in Seoul already. Oh. Um, I think it's yeah, having that feeling is also something different than just mm. showing up in a city and knowing nobody. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think it's special. Yeah, no, I I fully agree, and believe you me, I I am. I am planning to go to Korea at some point. Um, speaking of which, since we're talking about different scenes and how it makes us feel, I understand when we had spoke that swing dancing really opened up your eyes to like understanding the society or the swing community as well as understanding yourself, right? right. Yeah, so what are some things that swing dancing kind of helped you see as far as the society and yourself? Right. Um... So for my personal life journeys or adventures or artistic like um endeavors, mm -hmm. I, I I do like um I also do music and paintings and doing like an exhibition. Mm -hmm. Um things like this. And in arts, I always thought that I should be myself and not um, move myself to fit into the society mm -hmm. but I was kind of more into myself part um, than communicating with the word or each, each other mm -hmm. but going into like this partner dancing scene um, I I could train like listening to the leads mm. so at first it was very difficult because I'm I started as a follower and I listened to this kind of music and some leads don't dance to music. They just do their <laughs> patterns. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. sometimes I'm patterning or I want to do my move, but I felt like I'm confined to their leads or their patterns or their um, way of dancing. Mm. And I could do my styling, but still sometimes it was seen as something um, going against the rules or norms. Yeah. Um, and now I know that it's not that, but still I felt like at first oh I don't want to give in to other styles um and things like that but going mm. forward I'm learning and like doing and sharing more of this dance now I'm a better listener mm. in dance and I'm a better communicator in dance and I'm more softer mm. um it gave me a, a whole new way to listen to others and while keeping myself, not just mm. insisting for myself and doing just my parents because mm -hmm. that would make a very bad dance, but more of for me to think about how can I make this dance best 
and fun for myself mm. um and still communicating and listening or following um at a very fun way like that, that's I think that's the best dance like not just doing one dance but also two sharing their things and this trained me um not just in dance but also in life to mm. like hear and still keep my individuality in styling like how mm. Bianca mentioned um so all this like um thoughts um in the dances because it's partner dancing I think it gave me a whole new mindset of communicating mm -hmm. um so I would say I'm now more socialized than before <laughs> because to to make the dance a great dance, I would not only do my thing, but also listen to others. Mm, well, mm -hmm. does it make sense? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, think it, it does. Um, I think yeah, especially that... as a follower. Yeah. Yeah, especially I, I really resonate with what you said about like listening to the music because I I have I know what it feels like to have a lead not listen to the music and they just lead you what they want you to do. And it's a stark contrast when you're dancing with someone and they hear the music and they give you the space to express yourself or to be able to do that. You know what I mean? best lead giving the space <laughs> giving the timing but um i forgot what i was gonna mention oh uh, yeah so once i i started the linde hop because mm -hmm. usually women does following in korea mm -hmm. um naturally i started as following but there was my e ego that i'm more of an active type adventurous type i insist my way all the time in my life so I, I wasn't very content with the role of following mm. I had internal conflict that I maybe should doing the lead or and sometimes I get the in those timings that I hear the music mm -hmm. the leads are not to me a not good leader <laughs> um but there was this one class that um she told me one of the international um, teacher told me that um, follower is also leader and leader is also follower. Our, mm. And our shared leader is music. And I really like that idea because Ooh. that gave me, me the new um, mindset that I shouldn't be just listening and following, but I could also suggest something. And also there's our more common teacher than just <laughs> following the other um person who leads mm. so the idea of follow following and being follower um I had internal conflict of I don't like this role mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think becoming a better follower is a becoming better version of myself as mm. a person mm. because not because you can follow better but because you can listen to someone and have a way of communication that also insists you um in a following position and, yeah. and that's a skill even in company 
mm. you, you always have your leader or boss, but mm. still being able to insist something while respecting all, I think it's a new skill. Yeah, and it seems like dancing helps you develop that skill more. Exactly, exactly. That that was an amazing quote. What was that quote again? You said followers are also leaders and research, leaders are also followers. The music is our ultimate leader. Is that it? Our, yes, yes, yes. Who, who, uh, who said that quote, by the way? Because I definitely want to use it. I want to quote them. She's also Korean, but now in France, teaching internationally in all over the world. She's Hyunjung Choi. I can write you. But okay. he, she dances with Nicholas. Um and yeah, she I think she's one of the Korean dancers who now is the international level um teaching and traveling all the world. Wow. Yeah, if you could send me her uh, profile, that would be amazing. I love that quote so much. To the point where I think that's a that's a good way to start like winding things down because man that quote and how like that affected you that's powerful so um i typically ask three questions to like kind of uh ease towards the end but uh, um, one of the big questions i was going to ask you was um what are the events you're planning to go to for the rest of the year ah <sighs> that's a really good question because i've been do you know harangue yeah I've been really, really thinking a lot about going to it because I heard about it so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and everyone say that it's my thing. Mm -hmm. I love nature camping and one month of like social classes and festivals. Um, everyone says it's heaven. Mm. <laughs> but to go there to um for a long time, I need to quit my job. Mm. So uh, it's a big decision moment, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. I I'm not a person who plans out everything. I'm mm -hmm. more of a spontaneous guy. Uh, but there's there's one thing that I look forward to is um, whether I will quit and go to Harang. Mm. It's a big decision. That is a big decision indeed. Um, how about uh, Camp Hollywood? Ah, it's also in the summer, right? Mm, it's in September. Yeah. September. Ah. I heard it's really, really big. Um, and I saw so amazing videos. And many mentioned actually when I visited LA, they were like, "Come in the Camp Hollywood season because it's a totally different vibe." Mm -hmm. I don't know let's see <laughs> <laughs> because I would love to visit but all the plane tickets oh my gosh a yeah there, there are so many swing events in the world that I want to visit if mm -hmm. I all make it um make it then it will be a world travel because there are so many in all all around the world yeah yeah that's true okay um and if there are people here that want to connect with you in case you go to their country or something like that, how would they uh, find you? Like on Instagram or? Yes, on Instagram. 
Yeah, you can type all Mako moving. Um, and there you can see all my solo videos that Andrew's been <laughs> mentioning. And here is the last question I have for the interview. This is the one I ask all my guests. What's a message you want to leave for all swing dancers that are listening? Ah, uh, I listened to it um, from the previous um, podcast. Okay. I thought that was a really tricky question. Um, oh, but I have this. Um, this is the badges that I collected from LA. Oh, like wow. The, um, yeah, and then... I even made it to San Diego Fest, um, if you remember. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't have a message to share, but more mm, dancing gave me all those, like, if you see this passes, the mm -hmm. wristbands, they are very mm -hmm. colorful. Mm -hmm. um, I can also show you a atomic posture. Um, yeah. So dancing will make your life more colorful. Ah, I love that. Dancing will make your life more colorful. Like that is amazing. Okay, I don't know of a better way to end this podcast, but on that statement that dancing makes your life more colorful. But uh, Mako, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And thank really you so much for having me. <laughs> This is also one of my magical moments because I go around to interview people for my books and my contents, but I was uh -huh. never being interviewed. So, well, I'm glad that you were able to bring us all this wonderful information. Thank you all so much for listening in um, to our first international guest. Mako is incredible, and hopefully, we see her when she moves out here to California. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well as on YouTube. You'll find all the details below. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for lending us your ears on the SoCal Summer Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and subscribe to us on YouTube. We're looking forward to putting out some great episodes for you. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.